episode 17 of your favorite podcast, the Grow or Die podcast with Hyperdrive Fitness owner and your host, Justin Mahaley and my co-host, Scott Simmons. Today, we talk about the Hyperdrive gym, man. We tell you how it came about. You're going to be amazed by the story. I think you're going to think it's really cool because uh, it's, it's, it's been a fun passion project so far. We talk about how hard we had to push. In three days, we transformed this entire space into you know almost exactly what I want it to be. We talk about the vision, what's going on here. Man, we have some really exciting things uh, happening here. I have a really cool Instagram. Instagram question about having a winner's mentality and how to how to develop that that I share with you guys. Uh, Scott and I both have perspective and insight on that. And I think that's a really cool segment. But the overarching theme of this podcast, betting on yourself, bet on yourself, lean into it and go take a dive into the deep end, pull out those anchors, take yourself into the space shop and become a space shuttle. Soon you're going to find out what I'm talking about. I'll see you guys inside. Oh boy, the hyperdrive gym. Wow. You know, I knew that going into a, a, uh, a situation like this was going to be an absolute monster. What's funny about it is like this wasn't planned at all. And I don't think many of you guys understand that. It came out of nowhere. It literally came out of like beyond left field. It came from fucking Pluto. And it still doesn't really feel real because of the way that it actually went down. So. The, the message of today directly ties into and relates how the gym kind of came about, wouldn't you say? Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, 100%. So how this came about was we, we, my team and I have been looking for a, a place to build a large uh, build-out gym here in Austin, Texas. It's going to be by far the coolest gym here. And and I mean that with all due respect to other gyms. We have some cool gyms here. Mm-hmm. You know, gym one oh, is yeah. really cool. Yeah. And House of Gains is really that cool. That was dope. And I, I I just I believe in what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. And I believe in where our like processing it's the vision. Mind the, the vision is. Yeah. Which changes every fucking day. But um we've been looking for spaces for that. And honestly, like it's been pretty difficult. Uh for, for various reasons. So a lot of landlords, um, in like, uh, large industrial complexes, they won't rent out to gyms. Um, it doesn't matter anything about your financials from your other businesses. It doesn't matter anything. There's nothing you can do to get them to, to rent out a gym. And, you know, we tried everything. Um, they gyms just fail at such a high rate. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk about, don't let me forget this. It's not my notes. Mm -hmm. I have four notes today and it's not included. (laughs) So don't, I I want to talk about why gyms fail before we get off this. All right. Um, um, so, um, we're looking for this space and everything's a no, no, no. And like the places that we are, you know, having opportunity or chance with, there's just like one thing that's off. And, you know, this is, this is an investment that, I mean, this is, you know, it's about a $1.52 million investment. This is like a five, six year investment that mm-hmm. like, you know, it's, it's going to take a while to see that cash back. Yeah. Um, so like, it has to be perfect. It's, it's just it's like, high you know, risk. yeah, it's but high reward, but very high reward. You know, we went through 28 houses before like this one, mm-hmm. like, if I'm going to put that much money into something, it better fucking be perfect. Yeah. It better be yeah. absolutely flawless. And like, that's how I'm going to be with the gym. So, you know, we were driving around and we came up on an industrial park, but each, each building was massive, but there were only two units in each building. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like we're driving through and we're like, one of these has to be for lease, like somewhere. It's probably like 12, 13,000 square feet. Yeah. Um, you know, Steve and I talked about like the max being like 10, but I'm over here like, man, this location's good. And there's mm-hmm. like 
there's like a thousand people who work right in this general area. Like, man, if you can just convert 10% of them to join your gym, you're making a fuck ton of cash. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I see this guy's uh, sign up and it's, his name is Barry and he's a realtor here in Austin, Texas. And so I call him to get some information about the building I'm looking at. And he's like telling me some stuff and we needed more warehouse space. It was way too much office space. It was like 75, 25 office to warehouse space. And we need like 85 to 15 mm-hmm. warehouse space to office space. And, you know, we get to talking and he asked what I'm looking for and, you know, X, Y, Z, all that stuff. And so, you know, we have really in-depth conversation about it. Um, and he says, you know, I've got some out here in Lakeway. Like, I know it's not really where you're looking. And, you know, I heard Lakeway and I was like, I'm yeah. not interested. And he's like, you know what it is. You know, one thing I've learned, mm-hmm. always hear someone out on their idea. Yeah. And this is something, well, yeah, it does. No, like. Like the old me, like a year ago, would have cut him off. Oh, really? And I'd have been like, yeah, yeah like that's that's like out of the way. And then, you well, know, yeah, dude, because happened. you were so against moving out here where you I live was. now. I was. Yeah. That really expanded over my mind. And also, Lakeway's 45 minutes <laughs> from where I live. That's where we live. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's where Scott and Sav live. So it's like right next to their house. <laughs> <laughs> How the tables have yeah, turned. Yeah, the tables have really turned. <laughs> so he tells me, um, you know, I've got this 2,500 square foot uh, CrossFit gym that, uh, you know, they've been out since October. Um, and, uh, you know, what happened there. So so essentially they uh, foreclosed on their lease. And but he tells me, he's like, you know, man, like they had a really good thing going here. Like their P&I was 20K a month and and, you know, the rent was only 3000 a month. And I was like, damn, how the fuck did you fail? Yeah. Like, what, what, what do you mean? And so he gets into, you know, so we're talking on the phone. I'm very intrigued at this, mm-hmm. at this point because if a CrossFit box can make 20K in a location, I know I can make 40 or 50. Yeah. Like, you know, and for anybody just, and for anybody who doesn't know Lakeway, Lakeway is like the cream of the crop. That's yeah, where the retirees go. That's yeah. where big family, you know, wealthy families are. This is the most affluent part of Austin. Incredible high school. You know, um, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's three high schools in that area that compete for state championships in football every single year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to get a lot of strength and conditioning there. So Barry's talking and he's talking about the owner. It's so funny. You guys are going to love this. The owner just didn't have a strong enough vision and a clear enough vision. So like, yeah, you know, they're making money and there's huge corporations uh, that have no fucking vision, Mm -hmm. but dude, they just turn over cash. They just fucking reel it in. They hit some sort of market. They hit some sort of demographic. They appeal to people at a deep level, but they probably don't have a very concise vision. This isn't common, but there are definitely Forbes 500 companies that you can say that about. Oh yeah. 100%. Easy. So, you know, you saw about the vision and, you know, the trainers kind of undermined and they kind of took their vision went elsewhere. They took all their clients. She got hurt. She got out. She didn't pay the gym. So they foreclosed on the rent. That's essentially what happened. And I mean, at this, I'm on my way out there at this point. Yeah. You know, I told him like, what's the address? And you know, he's going to meet us there. So we get out there. Oh, and he tells me it's fully outfitted. And I was like, yeah, you know, like I was telling David, he was in the car with me you know, we'll see. It's like my, like my definition of fully outfit is, you know, a lot different. Like sure. his could be, there's a squat rack in there. Yep. You know? Yeah. So we get out there and we like pull up and he like rips open the garage door and it is fully fucking outfitted mm-hmm. with everything. But the place is a cluttered mess. But like for some reason, there was just something so beautiful and like awe inspiring about this space. I'm like walking through like a kid in a candy store, like Barry's talking. I'm hearing nothing. I'm having David video everything <laughs> we're seeing. And I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm like, how soon can I get Tony on the phone to like get this deal done? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, for those of you who don't know, Tony, he, he does all the, he does all the financial work, uh, for all, all anything that pertains to growth. Tony kind of is the one to pull it together for us. Essentially he's, mm-hmm. he's the CFO of, of the, of the company. So, you know, I gather information, man, by this point, I know Barry's a dope ass dude. Cause I'll see you tell me a PNI 20 K CrossFit box, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Lakeway. I'm like, eh, let's see. And now I'm understanding like, damn, he's a, he's a standup motherfucker. Like, yeah. This guy's for real. Yeah. And so I asked him to see the, the, you know, the stats of the last company that was there. And sure enough, actually he undershot it. They're actually doing more than 20 K. <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah. He actually undershot it. Nice. Um, so now, I mean, I'm completely fucking sold. I'm, I'm, I'm completely sold. Um, Tony and and Barry got the deal done. We got the gym three days ago. Have we even done anything else? Like since we've gotten that gym, we've literally worked on the gym. Pretty much. That's yeah. all we did. Day one, we got in, we started moving things around. We got rid of some clutter. At least 18 hours into it. Yeah, minimum. Fuck, dude, just thinking about it. Oh. How do those, we do that? Those before and after pictures would be good. Dude, I can't wait to see them. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure to follow that hyperdrive Instagram Yep, uh, for that post up there. So, you know, day one, I mean, literally we signed the lease and I was like, all right, so we're good to go. And like James and Barry were still in there standing. They were like, yeah. You know, and like they wanted to keep talking. They thought we were going to, and I was like, no, like my team got to work. And we started ripping shit out. Yeah. <laughs> we had six, we had six of us there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had six of us there. And yeah, we just started going nuts. Yeah. We like, you know, day one, we got like God, two dude, hours of work in. It was, dude, that place was so gross. And then the next day I got a power, we cleaned everything. Like this place was a, ma- I would have licked the floors. It was so clean. Yeah, <laughs> like dude, seriously. Power wash to waxing the Man, floors. This to- shit was nasty. Yeah. We washed every dumbbell. We washed every kettlebell, every, everything that's in that gym got washed. Mm-hmm. On day three, we painted an entire gym. There's 16 foot high ceilings. 2,500 square feet and we painted the whole fucking thing and it yep. looks fucking good. Yep. Like it looks real. We yeah. And we reorganized it, changed the outlook and the layout. Yeah. 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 So the, you know, the vision are really come together for layout and today we just finalized everything. Yeah. And like tomorrow we get to go in and we get to fucking train at the gym. dude. Yeah. And you realize uh, today, it, cause today's the day we got finished painting Yeah, then we could record these on Sunday. Yeah. Um, and you realize, wow, there's a lot more space in here than I thought, dude. That's huge. I mean, there's a whole row. There's a row for probably six or seven pieces of equipment and mm-hmm. like machines. Yeah. So, you know, I'm thinking of just long term, like once this thing starts making money, um, which, you know, commonly it's going to take about three, four months for it to really start churning. Um, yeah. We're, I think we're, you know, we're going to change the outlook on this thing. Yeah. We definitely are. Um, so yeah, yeah. You know, really, really, really excited about it. Uh, we have great landlord, um, cool tenants upstairs and and next to us as well. So it's super neat. So yeah, man, you're in the Austin area. Um, it's going to be super cool. Come on out, check us out. Um, I talked about bringing on trainers. Um, have you seen my email? today since no i haven't checked it. is it yeah, flooded yeah dude there's like there's like I 30 should go just check it out dude, there's like 30 people that have sent their resumes and stuff nice. and like and multiple people i want to say like four or five said that you know they'd be willing to like bet on themselves which is what today's podcast is about they'd be willing to bet on themselves and make the move to austin if like they got hired as a hyperdrive trainer and I was like, dude, that's wow. Nuts. Yeah, that's nuts. The impact is super cool mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And if you're one of those folks who I'm assuming you listen to this and that's kind of what makes you so interested in it, because we vibe on that level, just give me patience to get back to everybody. Uh, I'm going I'm to respond to every single one of you. OK, so I'm definitely excited to talk there. But, dude, we have a cool thing. We have a special thing going. Yep. 
But, um, you know, I, I think what made me the most proud, like I mentioned out there, like over the last three days, you just saw everyone conform into their role. Mm -hmm. And it was like this beautiful ecosystem to watch. You know, we had eight people working on this gym mm -hmm. and it was such a beautiful, everything just works so smoothly, which speaks to the chemistry that we all have. Mm -hmm. Um, everything was, again, the vision is concise. Like there was never anyone just like really standing around. Like, yeah. Taking little breaks and stuff. You can only fucking go so hard with physical labor. Yeah. Although David never fucking did. I still don't know. Jesus Christ. He just he kept moving. Dude. He just went so yeah. hard yesterday. Um, and, and, you know, the whole ecosystem of that gym was really fucking cool to watch because, dude, like, like, I definitely pushed you guys really hard, but you guys pushed me really fucking hard. Dude, too. for me, what it feels like, it's it's really cool because I know, like, obviously the, the company's paying paying for the gym and that yeah. kind of stuff. But, man, it feels like a part of me. It's I like know. it feels like a part of it's my gym. I know. Because we all put in that work together. It, I and feel I was the same way. telling you today, like, it felt like a bonding experience for all of us. Dude, yeah. And it totally opened up. And, like, now we go train there. And yeah. now it's like, this is our home. Like, we did this. Yeah. Like, we crushed this shit. Yep. Dude, I, I feel that 100%. Like, I feel like each of you, like, are a part of that gym mm -hmm. now. Like, literal blood, sweat, and tears. Was yeah, dude. To that place. Yep. Like, we had all three of them happen there. And yep. it's like, it's you know it's this is an intense thing and this is you know we're a company that we we expect a lot but every individual expects a ton out of themselves as well and like the vision was just like there and everyone was like this is gonna be so fucking cool mm -hmm. and they're like like for the layman who was just looking in the gym they'd be like what's gonna be cool about this yeah and like we all saw it and like i'm sorry but if you walk happen. into that and you said that i don't know who the fuck you are <laughs> there's people because that shit's cool oh, man there's people i believe it there's people for sure but now it. dude i can't wait to fling that fucking garage open tomorrow mm -hmm. and be like turn the music on gym, yeah dude. man it's time to crank some weights yep so yeah you know super pumped and i really appreciate you guys support over that the hybrid drive gym's really cool it's going to be all personal training uh group training strength and condition so um, athlete training and stuff like that going on in there um it's not gonna be open to membership and i've i've gotten a lot of dms about that i'm not gonna open up to membership because we have something planned for that okay um so we're not really I, I want this to like this this is gonna win the best training studio in Austin every single year and i want our niche to be just high 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 level personal training um so that's what we're gonna do that's what we're gonna be it's a really exciting time um and yeah we're, we're pumped about it super we're pumped. Real pumped um Back to kind of how hard we pushed each other. I pushed you guys and you guys pushed me. You know, yesterday, um, it was a little bit before you got back. So, Scott, we, can, can we talk about it or can we not talk about it yet? Can we not share the um, the cool thing that we have going on? With, with our friends? With my sponsor. I don't know. Okay. Okay. We'll, I don't we'll, know the we'll, answer to that. Yeah, we'll hold off on that. Yeah. No, they posted it. They posted it on Instagram. Oh, they did with Savannah. They Picture posted Savannah. on Instagram. So, yeah. um, can I get a drum roll, please? Your boy is going to be on an ESPN yeah. on May 2nd, yeah. um, a revive for a revive commercial. Mm -hmm. So on May 2nd, be sure to watch Thor's world record deadlift attempt. Revive has three time slots um, for that. And one... Well, we don't know if one or all three commercials. Yeah. We don't know which is going to be. Yeah. Um, dude, I have like eight seconds. You have eight seconds. I put I, it, I put it in as much as I could. Dude, I have yeah. I, I have more more airtime than anybody else. If if you don't, <laughs> if you're like me and you don't have cable, yeah, I mean, we'll probably be over yeah. here. Yeah, but, you'll definitely be over here. But uh, they're gonna put it on 
social media too. So they I'm are, sure everybody's going to see it. Dope. Yeah. Um, and Scott actually made that commercial. I did. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's your first one you've ever done for a it's large TV. My first broadcast TV commercial yeah. and I'm fortunate enough so to let t- tell for the revived team. It is cool. So nerve wracking. What'd you, what'd you, yeah, because everything you're doing, like, you know, what's funny is like when I, when I was, you know, I guess performing for the yeah. camera and stuff for this. Uh, I mean, it's staged. Like yeah. it says, you absolutely stage. You know what's happening here. And Scott and I have such great chemistry. Like it never really, it never feels like acting. It's just like this is what we need to do. It's like yeah. we're able to pull up a time that we did what we need to do right now, yep. and you just go yep. from it. Yep. Man, the whole time, like. I was nervous about you. Oh, really? <laughs> like, I felt nervous about you because, like, because I got to hit mean, it. It's a big deal. Yeah, I got to hit and it. And yeah, you like the shots we're doing. These aren't easy fucking shots. Mm-hmm. Like they, these are. I mean, I feel like they're well, very complex. Shots. Look, look at this. What's your goal? If you're on a broadcast television commercial, stand the fuck out. Your goal is to stand out. So yeah. the first, my head first goes to Nike Under Armour. Yeah, because I mean, Revive is they a, do it better than anyone. Yeah, Revive yeah. is gonna, is a is a sports company. Absolutely. Right. And they're what they sell is vitamins. Yeah. And so our goal is to try to show you what those vitamins can do. And there was exactly. a focus on bodybuilding a little bit. Yeah. Um, since a lot of you are a lot of you athletes are bodybuilders. Dude, sebums, sebums portion there is so fucking dude. Nasty. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Matt, Matty milkshakes. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, yeah. Matt came in clutch the morning of he texted me that video. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck so yeah. shout out to Matt for that. Matty milkshake. He's a dope dude. Yeah. He is. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it, it's cool. It, it's definitely nerve wracking. Like the, my yeah. first thought was like, boom, I got to go rent something high end. You did. Yeah. We yep. were on the phone. You're like, I don't think I have anything that records like that. Well, so, so what's the, can you tell us like what the difference, like, like on ESP, they, they still use these like massive yeah. things, right? Well, it depends. It depends on what you're trying to do. So, okay. um, like when they're recording in studio, yeah, those are big ass cameras, right? Why? Um, cause they're broadcast live broadcast cameras. So the that quality, feed. there's just so much more that has to go into. Yeah. I mean, it, it's product. a bigger camera that can, la- the battery life is longer, you know, you're oh, going to have, sense. I mean, it's yeah. going to be plugged into, so you have all this stuff and you have to have these filters sense. on. I mean, you're real time action. Yeah. Whereas you and I, when we were filming that, I can tell you, Hey, well, let's do it again. Yeah. 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 That you know? makes sense. And they don't have like the, the, they, they can't just go edit this clip before it shows. Like it's well, real time. In broadcast, they edit some stuff in like, as they go. That's why all that stuff flies up on TV. Dude, that's not so. There's a team in the back saying, Okay, camera one, pull up for Steve, get ready for camera two. Have this, I have this graphic ready wow. on screen because they're going to talk about Tom Brady. I don't, wow, so it's super intricate. That's so cool, but that's not what I did. Yeah, but that's yeah, still yeah. cool. So, I mean, for me, it's like when you think Under Armour, Nike, any of those big time commercials, they're definitely using high end camera gear, mm-hmm. and it comes down to things like depth of field, color variance. Um, sharpness, what lenses are they using? Yeah. Um, and, and for me, I'm like, I'm sitting here with my Sony a seven three, which is not that. Okay. Um, so I call like the camera company Yeah. that I rent from here in Austin. Yeah. They didn't answer. Oh shit. Funny shit. They called me back today. Wow. No and, shit. and I said, dude, we've already done it. Damn. Timelines are already over. They have to be faster. Yeah. So we got the shots. Uh, I mixed some shots in with things that the revive has sent us cause they yeah. want to include multiple athletes. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Dom, 
the owner, co-founder of Revive and I went back and forth to get it right. Yeah. And uh, I think we nailed it. Dude, it's a sick fucking commercial. Yeah. Like, it's a really, really, really cool commercial. You know how when, like, you're excited for something? Yeah. But you have to focus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that's Me- how you were the whole time. Yeah, Megan asked me, she goes, why are you, are you upset today? I'm like, no, I just have to get yeah, this right. Yeah, like, you're in the zone. Yeah. Like, this needs to be perfect. Like, literally, five million people are about to see this. Yeah, dude. Like, minimal. Cool. I, I think, I think he, yeah, ESPN's, like, projecting, like, five or six million people are watching that. That lift, Man, that wild. That'd be sick. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could get an Instagram shout out on that. Just like pop it up. <laughs> <laughs> Dom, Dom wanted me to add names of athletes. Yeah, in and he's like, ah, forget it. Yeah, I, I think more bad than good would come from that. Yeah, I, like yeah, the promotion stuff's cool, but like. That's that's risky business. Yeah, <laughs> it's like self promoting instead it, of it is company wide. Yeah. And you want to be like on the company. Yeah, yeah. it's like you see, you see like one of the hot girls is in it, and all of a sudden your attention's away from the yep. you know the, or, the, yeah. the purpose exactly. Yeah, and then you just miss it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, super cool. Yeah, May second. Make sure to watch out for that. Um, I'll have about eight seconds of airtime uh, on ESPN. You know, during that event, and that's mm-hmm. really fucking cool. It definitely hasn't sunk in yet at all. <laughs> I mean, I got paid zero dollars for this. Zero dollars. <laughs> I got paid but you have the only nothing. audio in there. Yeah, I do have the only audio. Yeah, you actually hear my voice. Yep. Um, like, like enough. It looks like, like a commercial. Dude, I'm pretty looks, proud of it. It oh, looks like you a commercial. Should be. Yeah, yeah. You sent it to me or you showed me and I was like, yeah, I, I just, I guess I thought you had done so much more than this. I made that happen. Cause like, again, you see what ESPN has and they have like, they have like layers of panels of all this technology that all these people are saying at making these things happen. You know, mm-hmm. like Scott has this like high end laptop. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's it. Like, I didn't know you, I, I just, I know nothing about this stuff. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Like that was wild. Like, again, I was worried about you when Dom was like, can you guys make a commercial for ESPN? I was like, yeah, like I'm looking at the cameras that Scott brings <laughs> over and they look vastly different from the ones that like I anticipate ESPN commercials are yeah. shot with. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, it was, it was super dope. So um, again, May 2nd, um, during Thor's world record deadlift attempt, make sure to watch that out. If you're in the other room, you'll definitely hear my voice on there. <laughs> a lot of yelling. So yeah, 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 a lot of yelling. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, so it's super cool. Uh, hope you guys enjoy that. There's also some other really cool things we have coming with revive. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I can, you know, I can go ahead and talk about it. You know, why not? They're going to actually become a sponsor of every single one of my coaches for team Mahaley. Big deal. Big, huge deal. deal. Big deal. Not only really for team Mahaley, but all, just everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And that fucking cool. Mm-hmm. That's so wild. So yeah. Yeah. I'm really happy. Just, Obviously for my staff, I'm happy, but for our clients, I'm happy, but also it's like, like this is, it's a really big deal for me um, because, you know, I do really believe in the brand that we've built Mm -hmm. and everything that, you know, goes on with it. And, you know, sometimes it's funny. I've talked to Megan about this. Sometimes I hate that. Like, well, (laughs) I never hate it, but it's, it's odd to me. Like my name's on it. Yeah. Cause it's all of us. And like, like when you think of team Mahalem, the first thing you think of, Mm -hmm. Like for very obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. But like when I think of Team Mahalia, like I really don't think of me the first time. What do you think of? Well, I think of my clients. Okay. I literally think of just like my clients and like joyous memories. Yep. And then I literally go down and like think of like you and Steven. Mm-hmm. And like I think of like Tony and David. 
and then like my coaches like truly like that's how like how i just think like you say team Haley, i think of clients right away dude when i when i think of team Haley, i think of the photo the team photo i just dude. said dude you guys it's so cool yeah scott sent it to me I, I got chills when i saw it the first time when he took the photo and he showed me it in his camera i got chills you'll see it i'm gonna post it on instagram probably tomorrow i've already posted twice today um so it'll be on the it'll tomorrow. be on the website revamp yeah, yeah it'll be on the website revamp as well we're, we're redoing team Haley website we're just changing the game everywhere holy fucking shit um so yeah you know it's it's super exciting times but they are going to sponsor uh all the team of Haley coaches and i'm sure everyone already guessed this by now but they are going to be the first official podcast sponsor as well yep 17 episodes in 17 in nuts man. all because of the listeners man all because of you guys Honestly. you guys give us five stars you guys leave comments you guys share us on instagram yeah so this is the impact you guys have had you guys enjoy the things scott and i talk about building sponsorships is you guys like you had a personal investment that if you have shared if you have rated if you have commented then you earned us a sponsorship it was nothing scott and i did mm -hmm. you guys just choose to we just talk listen. yeah i mean we <laughs> just talk and this is how we normally talk anyways yeah so you guys made this happen so give yourselves a round of applause a pat on the back for making this happen you earned us a sponsorship and it's really cool and it's a great deal for everyone involved and so i'm really excited for that so make mm -hmm. sure to support us now uh you know with that that you know were super meaningful and obviously i mean in case you couldn't tell i literally believe in a revive as much as i believe in myself yeah so it's you know it's it's really really cool um big thing i noticed you know the past uh few days what we've had going on man who you surround yourself with is wild mm -hmm. you know um i i went through um you know a pretty tough breakup around july of last of 20 19. Yeah. yeah, 2019. Um, while I was in prep for the Ohio. And what was wild is my six closest friends, I I didn't hear from any of them. I'm like living, I'm like hopping hotel to hotel. Like I don't have Peyton with me. Like it's not a fun situation. Everyone on social media is saying everything. There were some really immature and extremely highly emotional thoughts that were put out by certain people related regarding the situation that wasn't accurate at all. Like I'm being roasted from every angle and my six closest friends, no one reached out. Not a single one of them reached out. Didn't offer their couch, didn't offer nice words and offer nothing. Now I'm over here. I just got a gym and I have eight people who went into this gym. No questions asked. Never asked for payment, never asked for food, never asked for anything other than what can I do next? What do you need done? What should we do here? And they just worked their fucking ass off for me and what we have going on. You want to talk about a fucking glow up? We can talk about any and all achievements I've had since that July time frame. But the biggest one I want to look at is why do I have all these achievements? Well, look at the people who are surrounding me now. I'm surrounded by a whole bunch of people who just elevate you. They're fucking, I mean, it's like their little rocket pack, rocket packs. Every single person around me is just like pushing further, 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 further. It's like we're a fucking space shuttle now. Whereas before I was a fucking ship at sea. It's like, damn, you know, you're huge and beautiful and do these things. Like, well, I'm not beautiful. The things I was doing was beautiful. <laughs> But like, like you just want to spread your wings and soar, but there's all these fucking anchors. They're just holding you back. And it's like, dude, I cut every single one of them off. I went into the fucking 
space shop and I was like, make me a fucking space a shuttle. Space shop. Yeah. And they Love fucking, it. and they attached all my fucking current team to me right now. And now we're just fucking up, up and away. Like, that's how it fucking feels. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's literally, <laughs> I think it's funny. Sometimes the way things work in my mind, yeah. like I was explaining the animal, the, yep. the, yep. Yep. <laughs> the circle of life earlier. Yeah. <laughs> like I just related to humans. Um, but yeah, so, you know, it's super cool. So watch who you surround yourself with, man. Like we just got an entire gym completely flipped. It's literally like extreme home makeover has nothing on us. Like oh, we yeah. dominated them, dude. We dominated dude. Them. I texted David last night because yeah. he put out a post on uh, Instagram yeah. with the paintbrush. Yeah. And uh, I said, dude, we'd make a killer cartoon show. Yeah, a killer cartoon show. Yeah, we would. Think of all the characters right <laughs> now. We have some interesting yeah. characters. Hell yeah. Holy shit. Well, you know, we all just work really well together. Make sure the people you're surrounding yourself with, man, I really can't reiterate this enough because like, God, you, I just, I just post that tweet this morning of like the accomplishments. You know what wasn't on there? Winning an overall bodybuilding ship, having a top 20 podcast, having the largest months in Mahaley Fit LLC history from a financial standpoint, buying a house yeah. wasn't in there. Like the list of accomplishments is so nuts. And like I post that and like, that's not me, dude. That's like the team. That's what we did together. Like that never would have been possible in my past life. That never would have been that that there was no potential for that to ever happen. Like mm-hmm. the shit that's happening now, that was it, it never could have happened. Mm-hmm. Not being surrounded by what I was surrounded by. Check your fucking circle, man. If times get dark and deep and tough because you don't have any friends, I'd rather have no fucking friends than the wrong friends. I'd rather be invested in nobody and have all this pent up energy than be investing in the wrong souls and the wrong people. Who you surround yourself with truly makes everything. You know what I didn't do? Hmm. Fuck. Dude, I forgot this step. I forgot the most important step. I didn't hire a business coach. Dude. Fuck, dude. Why not? Imagine how much better I would have been. Why not? Let no, me, hold on, wait. Just let me change my Instagram yeah, bio, and then you yeah, can say and, and then I hired, yeah. I hired a business Norts. coach. Yeah. You're way more legit than they are. <laughs> <laughs> Scott's actually been part of two big companies. Well, one big company one. like us. Yeah, yeah. I'd say this is pretty big. <laughs> We're pretty big. We're not billion dollars big yet. Yeah, like, yeah, dude. So, I man, I would be real far along if I did that. You should There's have. so many here. Why there's so many in Austin, Texas? People oh call themselves God. business coaches. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? You know what? Me, you, me, my, you, Stephen, Tony, Dave. You know what we could do? We could literally, dude, we, we could start an agency. We could literally, we could, we could charge people a half million dollars a year and be like, oh, we're literally going to make you $3 million a year and you're yep. making 80,000 a year right now with your business. Like, yep. and you know what's funny? We would do that. We Probably. would be able to turn that into a $3 million dude. company and they pay us a half mil and they have two and a half mil. Yep. But what's funny is like, no one will ever do it because no one has that fucking money. No, Mm-mm. you think a, a good business coach, you're really going to send someone $10,000 and you expect results. This is business. Yeah. This is like $10,000. If I was a business coach, my minimum price would probably be $100,000. Dude, this is one of the biggest gripes I had with my, uh, the uh, guy we used to work with, Alex, to do yeah. the Facebook ads and the videos and stuff. Yeah, I remember that. Um, we, uh, and it wasn't a gripe with Alex, it was one of our clients. They just never understood. They thought as soon as we were running ads and stuff, they would get money right away. Wow. Yeah. It would, it would just it snap of the finger would come wow. in a dope video and some ads, maybe a cool photo wow. and it's coming in. I'm like, dude, it's not, how do you, how can you expect so that? So you just didn't have great business acumen or he just didn't understand I, the long game of social the, media. It's a long game. Okay. Yeah. It seems like a long guy. game. 
Uh, no, it's a different client. Oh, different client. I was thinking yeah. of the older guy. No, no, no. He, okay. he knew. He, he knew what to do. Yeah. He owned a business, but he started, had a, a financial firm. He sold to Bloomberg. Oh, that's really cool. So he knew, like, he, yeah. when he closed off his his doors, he told us, he was like, you know, guys, I guess the market's not ready. Yeah. Let's revisit maybe in the future. Very interesting. So he was good with sense. it. But yeah, we've yeah. had some that are just like in immediate gratification. That's yeah. what they want. Dude, that's so wacky. Man, man, you know what's, man. Us, the five of us, we really could just build this so fucking big and like have it run in an autopilot and we could just build other businesses. That's what I was going to say. It's like, let's just do that. That's like, like Steven's, Steven and I's dream always has been that. It's like right now we love fitness a ton. Yeah. And dude, I love fitness and bodybuilding. Like it's a part of me that never, ever, ever will die. Yeah. But if there comes a day that I wake up and it's like, now it feels like a job, Mm -hmm. dude, I'm going to need to do something else. Yeah. Because, because I love it too much. Yeah. If this, if there's a day this ever feels like a job, I would, I would literally do myself the due diligence mm-hmm. of, I, I would start another business. Mm-hmm. I would start a business. There's other things that I'm energetic about Yeah. that like, there's a lot of things, Steven, I think just make a fuck ton of money. Yeah. Like they're not in the fitness industry. Sure. So there's other things I'm definitely energetic about, but dude, I just love this shit so much, but man, that would be fun to one day just have this in autopilot. Well, and like we could just, the five of us could just hop around and like have 15, 20% equity yeah. and work with like four companies for two years. Yeah, that's something I so learned in money. the airplane world is like most of the guys who built up their businesses, they follow the first business they had was a passion project. Mm-hmm. Like that was the, like fitness is yours. Yeah. You know, if I, would, I would say photography and videography, creative is mine. Yeah. Um, they built that thing so huge and eventually they were able to step away from the attention yeah. and go, well, I know how to run a business now. Yeah. Let me just shift it somewhere else that I kind of like, like, oh, I like cars. Well, yep. I'm going to go start a car company. Yeah. Like yeah, a, absolutely. A shop or something. I don't yeah. know. Like, that's kind of like what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like all the five of us think cars are so cool. Oh yeah. And it's like, man, you could definitely get into some cars, like guns, like things like that. Mm-hmm. Like we all think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I would never not coach though. I will literally coach till the day. I will die as a coach. Mm-hmm. 100%. Dude, I fucking love it so much. I love that shit so much. Oh my God. Yeah, that shit gets me going. <laughs> so, who you surround yourself with is important. Um, not not wasting money on business coaches that aren't actually going to help you. Dude, honestly, a 10000 Like, thinking of the shit we do now. Yeah. Like a $10,000 business coach. Yeah. Dude, it, my favorite one is the life coach who's 20. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Honestly, even a life coach is like 30 is like, uh, are you, are you old enough? To I would like, say you there's know, a lot coming. So. My threshold's like 45. Yeah. Like, well, like when I see like Ed Milet yep. or yep. Ba- 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 Andy Frisella, he'd be a Andy great one. Frisella. What's Bankos? Ba- Jocko Willink? No, B. He'd be another ba- good one. Fuck. His name's over the B. Why the fuck? Bezos? I remember. No. All over Instagram. Has a huge podcast, one of the top ten in the world. Fucking ba- Bados, Bendos, but uh, I can't remember his fucking name. Not a name. clue. <laughs> but he, dude, he's he's like the big, like pretty fucking handsome dude with like the little bit of gray in his hair, and he has wild voice, like very exotic voice. As soon as that Bedros school again or something like that, Bedros, dude, I'm gonna find him on fucking Instagram. <laughs> You're gonna be like, oh, I, know that I have no fucking idea what you're so, talking about. <laughs> and all, all our listeners like literally know they're like saying it out loud, yeah, like they're cheering pissed. for me to get it so hard. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, one star, he couldn't remember That's this guy's hilarious. name. So when I transitioned to an Instagram question that I got, um, that uh, you know, it was very, I got it right before this, uh, literally like 30 minutes before this mm-hmm. podcast, so we kind of shifted things back. Uh, but this is an, this is an Instagram question I think is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott, can you go ahead and read that one to me? It says, Hey, Justin, 
Everything you post radiates a winning mindset. You've mentioned you haven't always embodied this. I want to be there, but I'm struggling with stuff, but I'm struggling with stuff, but I know I can beat it. Being honest with myself, though, I don't have the best mindset right now. What did you do slash say to yourself that changed your situation? And I love this question for so many reasons, because number one, we're sort of asking the wrong question. It's like, what steps can we take rather than what do we do? Because there's not just going to be one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, now there was one morning that, yeah, there was one morning I told you guys a story. I woke up and I was like, you know what? I'm never going to have a bad day again. And there was that. And that was obviously that was huge. Mm-hmm. You know, that was massive. And I hope all of you listening to this have held yourself accountable and to that same standard since then as well. If you have, you've seen tremendous growth in that time. I think it was a culmination of. I was always I've always I've been someone I've always thought it was I was like an outcast, but I've always kind of been someone that just I like looked for the purpose and shit. Like when I was a little kid, it's like if this doesn't make sense and like, I'm going to question the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why like I wasn't good at school. Mm-hmm. That's why like, I wasn't good at many of my jobs. Like I was good at my jobs where I could, where it was me being me. Yeah. You know, not like where you have to fit into like mm-hmm. this culture that doesn't really exist. Mm-hmm. Um, because everything, there has to be purpose behind shit first and foremost. And like, I feel like so many people, so well, number one, the purpose in every single life lesson, I just, I was able to spend time on it, spend emotion on it, spend logic on it. And I had to always come up with my own closure or answer on that situation, no matter what it was, you know, maybe when, when my athletic career ended, I mean, I remember my last track meet, I knew it was going to be my last track meet. Mm-hmm. I remember my last basketball game, uh, anytime a relationship ended, a friendship ended, like, you know, just any like heartbreak along the way, there was, there was a lesson learned there, but there was always a lesson learned in all the wins and like the high moments too. And I think just like a compilation of all these things is like, you start picking up on trends and you know, I know Scott can relate to this and I I know most of the listeners cannot relate to this, but you can start doing, you can literally start doing this right now, this second, this day, like immediately after this podcast, something's going to happen to you and you can start, you know, noticing and understanding that why the purpose is behind it. You'll notice I never get like too upset about things. Mm-hmm. Um, I also don't ever get like too high about things because it's just like part of the journey. I feel like if you get too upset or too high, it's just like this is the end of the road mentality. And it's like, my God, dude, the journey. I mean, you know, we, I mean, we, yeah, we talked about it like always never leaving anything in the tank to say you never know what's going to happen next. But it's like, man, like I'm 26. Yeah. It, like there's a long way to go here. Like we're yeah. so far from home that like this just you know, part of it. Mm-hmm. And also with every high, I just always expect now to beat that, you know, like yep. that I, I always expect to like beat that feeling and, and go further. So it's, it's more so been a culmination of just taking What's the lesson out of everything that happens. I think so many people overlook it. A lot of people just run from their problems. Like yeah. something happens, they just like run from it. Yeah. And then they get way too high when anything good happens. Like they're sky high floating through the air untouchable and then something bad happens and it plummets right back down to destruction. Just like when you, if you're on, if you're in sales and you got mm-hmm. a big, you made a sale on like your car, yeah. or even an airplane, you'd get some dope commission. Yeah. Um, and then they go blow it. That's, yeah. that's that high. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 That's, that's like, literally man, fucking that's rich. A perfect analogy. And they yeah. just go spend it all. You just got 11 K commission. You just spent eight K and it's like, damn, you only netted three K from this. Yeah. Like, that's horrible. Yep. And, and you, you know, know like, I, I said that cause I did. That. <laughs> yeah. I've done it too. <laughs> I saw an airplane and bought a motorcycle. I was like, fuck. I probably should have done that. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I've done it too, but that, that was a loss. Yep. In all, you sell an airplane, you get 20K commission, you spend 16K of it. It's like, oh, 
I lost. I did not mm-hmm. win anything. I'm not $4,000 richer. No, I'm, I literally lost because I made a stupid decision, but you learn from that. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, so many people are just not introspective enough. I look inside, mm-hmm. look at the shit that's going on. What are we doing? Because everywhere, wherever you are right now, it's a culmination of the things that you've made choices to be a part of or not be a part of to get there. So where you are right now, you deserve to be there. There's no other way around that. You've built this and you've manifested this through the work and the energy that you have put in. Mm-hmm. Where you are right now is right where you deserve to be, whether you feel like you got the short end of the stick or not. Or if you feel like you lucked into that position, where you are right now is just where you deserve to be. You've gotten yourself there to that point and you've done the things that it took to get there. You're further ahead than some people and you're also further behind other people. And I think that right there should kind of serve as motivation as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, like the, the, the question that was posted, I kind of felt complacency from it. Mm. Did you feel complacency in that message or maybe not? Man, I don't want to gripe on the person who asked yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely but, not meaning to gripe. But... I bet you if he was here, he would say that he's, he's accepting yeah, complacency. Yeah, I would ask him, does he feel truly feel like he's been lazy. Yeah. 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 And that's a great question. That's a very fair question. Yeah. So the question is fantastic. And, and, you know, I appreciate someone asking this question and I'm going to respond to him on Instagram, you know, after this podcast, Mm -hmm. something we talked about it and stuff like that. Um, but I do think it's a culmination of events. You take the wins, you take the L's, you take it for what it's worth. You never take more than what it's worth. Don't, don't try to be cashing checks or writing checks bigger than you can cash. Just take it for what it's worth. Take the win, take the loss, continue putting your energy into improving whatever needs your energy into improve on. And over time you realize like, man, I just really fucking hate feeling this feeling of losing something and like not being good enough or not feeling good enough or like not, not, hitting the end goal of that. Mm -hmm. And like, I think the obsession over never fucking feeling like that and like never feeling the defeat, I think like, I'm just so obsessed with not losing. Yeah. Like I, I, I really hate the cliche. It's like, you got to hate losing more than you love winning. I'm not sure it's the right way to put it. I just, dude, I just like the high of winning doesn't phase me a ton. But dude, like even now, just talking about it, like my fucking blood pressure's rising. Yeah, I'm like yeah, about yeah. to pound the tail. Like I yeah. hate fucking losing. Yeah, it angers me so bad. And I still think about all bodybuilding shows. I've lost the track meets. I lost the basketball games. The everything. Yeah, everything I think about. And so that's kind of how it's developed into like, dude. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with never letting myself get defeated. Dude, one of the things I think about a lot, and I share with Savannah quite a bit, because we tend to kind of be a lot very empathetic towards others. Yeah. And kind of almost, you know, we're kind. Of, I'm, I would say both of us are the kind of people that we hear something, one of our friends having a hard time, and we'll kind of adopt that feeling. Of course, you will. And, you take that energy on yourself. And I always try to tell Savannah, and even remind myself. That those people, just like all of us, are we have our own choices mm-hmm. and you have to control your own choices. Mm-hmm. And it's up to you to decide what choice you make to put you in whatever mm-hmm. direction you're going in. Um, I mean, just basically reiter- reiterating everything you're I saying. I think that's beautifully said. And I, well, something I want to add on there that that you're you're turning towards is I feel like these people make these choices. There's so many like escape routes towards tough times, I feel like. Yeah. But people choose to ignore like the warning shots. Look at I, I try to look at every single thing as a fork in the road. Yeah. 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 Every single one. I have yeah. two options. That's yeah. it. 
Yeah. And do I take the lazy, I would call it the lazy route or do I take the hard route? Yeah. And whether it's hard or not, I mean, it could be easy as shit. Just the uncomfortable route. Yeah. It could be as simple as what we talked about before making a bed. I mean, but it's a fork in the road. It's a fork in the road. And don't dwell on the fact that it's a fork in the road, but like quick, just quickly make your decision. Well, what happens 30 seconds after your bed's made, all of a sudden you don't care about it anymore. It's not yeah. stress. What happens, you know, three weeks after you haven't talked to your significant other that just broke up with you? Oh, fuck. You already forget about them. Mm-hmm. Like you've already moved on. Yeah. Like what, what happens when you give just short amount of time to like sticking true to yourself and true to your guns, and like putting yourself number one, which more people definitely need to do. Like there's nothing that doesn't always work out in your favor. Mm-hmm. Like you literally have the opportunity every single morning to like wake up and like be at the top of the fucking food chain. You have every day that you wake up and all the countries that are listening to this. I mean, mm-hmm. we see all the countries listening to this. Like you have a choice to better your life. Yeah. And wherever you are right now mm-hmm. shows if you did or did not take, you know, make that choice, take mm-hmm. that action. And so like, yeah, I'm like you, like, you know, it sucks when people have a tough time and dude, like I really do try like helping my friends out and stuff, however I can. But like also at this point, like, man, we have so much of our own going on. Well, that's even a choice that you have to make it for yourself. Are exactly. you going to drain your battery just yeah. a little bit? Even if you want, you feel bad and you want to help. Yeah. You start going to drain your battery you just are. a little bit. Yeah. You know, and there's so many people out here who on, on here listening who are caretakers. Yeah, there and, are. And yeah. And that's, not a bad way to be, mm-hmm. but again, we have to learn to adapt. If you're a caretaker of others, you better be a caretaker of yourself first and foremost, because they can't have what they need from you. If you don't even have what you need from you. Yeah. And that's a huge issue. Mm-hmm. And so putting yourself first, learning every single situation that happens like every single day, you learn something. Yesterday I learned that I can't, put painters tape on it. <laughs> and that was still a valuable lesson Yeah, because then what did I do? I delegated my time elsewhere and yep. then they told me the gym was fucking taped. And I was <laughs> like, all right, back to the task at hand. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it, it, but it really is little things like that. Yeah. You know, most people get really frustrated and mm-hmm. they'll just like painters tape it up. Yeah. And it's like, man, what if you just, you know, Dude, I, w- I would like to share my, my experience with this, this I would mind shift. love to hear it. Yeah. This started back in college. Okay. Um, so I remember going to Iowa state. That's where I went to college. Um, did three years there was at a private school before that and transferred up. And, um, I just remember one, it was October and I kind of get anxiety every October. Mm-hmm. That's for my birthday. Okay. Um, I was, would assume they would call it seasonal depression disorder, yeah. I guess, but I would just say, I just get a little extra anxious for some yeah, reason. I feel that. Um, I called my mom and I was, uh, what would be considered a sophomore at Iowa state. And I said, mom, I want to drop out. And she's like, why? I said, I want to drop out because I don't feel like college is for me. I mm-hmm. feel like this is, I feel like nobody's teaching me anything. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm not learning anything that's important. I know I'm, I'm paying attention to everything online and, and seeing where everything's going. And she goes, Scott, if you drop out, and I know she doesn't care if I talk mm-hmm. about her, if you drop out, we're going to cut you off. Wow. I was like, damn, that's, that's cold. Yeah. But then I thought about it for, after we hung up the phone, I thought about it. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm already paying for school. So I'm already cut <laughs> off. So the, can I just not come home? Like, yeah. what's the deal? Yeah. Um, like, what are the rules and stipulations yeah. of this? Can you present me a I know, contract? <laughs> right. So, um, I, I kind of just went with emotions. Yeah. My mom always told me, uh, everything will be okay. Just yeah. keep moving forward. Everything yeah. will be okay. And I kind of hated that. Yeah. Because that I, I just started listening to other people and doing what other people wanted me to do for them. And until I came to Austin after a year of working at my airplane job, I met my buddy CJ and he is 
he's an engineer by trade and he did the same thing. He jumped ship. And I remember, you know, seeing him change his mindset and his perspective. And I thought, wow, Mm -hmm. all he did was decide. Yeah. Another buddy of mine is a Shay. He's a trainer at heat bootcamp. Yeah. 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 Shay told me one day, I was like, what made you want to be a trainer or how did you become a trainer? He said, one day I just said I was a trainer <laughs> yeah, like, and then yeah. he, but then he continued to work his way Absolutely. to get his, you know, get his certifications and stuff. It, it all this comes back to that choice, man. Yeah. And the second I made that choice to like bet on myself that we've yeah. been talking about, yeah, dude, everything changed. Yeah. I, now I'm sitting here. Yeah. And that fucking amazing. Yeah. It's like, you know, my mom used to tell me that, you know, everything will be okay. Like just, you know, you always listen to it and it's like, yeah, yeah. Like this is mother speak. And it's yeah. like, Oh fuck. Wait, no, everything will be okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's wild. How that works. Out. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, yeah, it's so yeah, wild yeah. because it's, yeah, it's super cliche and it's very much, um, but it, it just holds so true mm-hmm. and it never really goes away. So yeah, you know, I appreciate that question. Um, I, I do think that's a really great, great question. I actually never heard that story from you, but mm. I want to drop out. So that's, that, that was, that was pretty cool to hear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> betting on yourself. If, if I were to ask you right now, okay, someone presents you, they, they walk up to you. This is all just off the top of the head. They walk up to you. You're going for a walk, taking a dog for a walk. And, and, and someone walks up to you and they're like, Hey, um, so I can, I can change your life and make everything about your life, like every dream you've ever had, I can make it come true right now. Okay. But it's going to take 10 years of never ending, never satisfying, never quenching work that you have to put in. And there's going to be times you don't really know if you're going to make it. And there's going to be times where it really seems bleak and like, you're going to think like, man, yeah, that guy who offered me this thing, there's no way that was real. I need to jump ship on this. Cause like this plan's not getting me anywhere. There's going to be so many sleepless nights and moments of frustration, but all I need from you in 10 years from this day and like 3,650, like two days given leap years, <laughs> Your dreams will come true and everything you've ever wanted, you will have earned. And all you have to do is take this step and be able to literally bet on yourself every day. Do you trust yourself enough to get to the end? It's not dissimilar from you'll never, ever, ever, ever make it to the beach if you can't get out the jungle. It's very similar to that. Would you actually do it? Would you actually pursue that? Can you look at yourself in the mirror and say, damn, I do these next 10 years are going to suck. Like they're going to be brutal. But in the process of that, so you're going to learn so much, you're going to adapt so much, you're going to lose everything you have right now. You're going to lose it because when you undergo a transformation like this, everything's brand fucking new when you get to the end. So you're saying goodbye to this life and your life might be super happy right now. But remember, we talked about the dream that you always wanted in 10 years, you will have everything that you ever wanted. Would you actually better yourself? Would you actually make that leap? And like, if you say yes, right now, you have to leave right now. Mm-hmm. You have to go get started right now. Like mm-hmm. this is all the fuck in. You can't go home. Think about it. You can't call your mom. You can't know this is all the fucking way in. Mm-hmm. What would you do? And I think most people are going to lie to themselves, say they would. Now they're laughing because I caught them. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, fuck, dude, actually, I'm real uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And it makes me a little queasy, you know, feeling in my stomach. And, you know, they would probably they would probably play it safe. 
Yeah. They, they would very likely play a safe cut because I mean, the average American would like the average yeah. person, not just American, the average person would be like, yeah, yeah. Uh, my life right now is pretty cool. Like the, the trajectory is good. Mm-hmm. Like I know where I'm at now. Like, but that fear is so much more. Yeah. The fear is so much more. Yeah. Let me add Let me add a curveball in there. You give everything you have and it was only a 50, 50 chance, mm-hmm. but that chance relied directly on you. I mean, I know what Scott and I would do. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'd be like, yeah. Easy, yeah. Easy man. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm but, out. <laughs> but it's so much easier for us to say that because we've already kind of jumped ship. we already ship. have kind of jumped ship. And, yeah. and isn't it amazing how much easier it gets to just say yes to those opportunities yeah. once you jump ship that first time? Dude, before I shifted into working for myself. Yeah. And like supporting everybody. I didn't even realize how many people were actually doing this stuff for themselves. Isn't that wild? Yeah. But it, it's crazy. Like, you're always worried. We were talking about this a couple minutes like, before we started. Yeah. We're always worried about like, is there money coming in? Yeah. Where's the money coming from? Yeah. Dude, you can find money. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. Um, like if you have passion and you're intelligent, you're, mm-hmm. you're educated on something and you even understand the slightest piece about marketing, which literally marketing is this easy. Take out your pen and paper because this one's really in depth. Marketing's as easy as fucking consistent education and showing results. Yep. That's literally all you have to do. Yep. So if you're, if you're good at your job, you're able to consistently educate and you're able to show results. Mm-hmm. I just gave you the hack to how we run every single fucking company that we have. Like have fun. Go yeah. play. For real. It's that they easy. probably think we have this grand marketing scheme yep. and literally it's me and the text chain like we have to do this now yeah yep. go teach post twice yeah. do this yeah that's literally like that's it. it that's literally it and it's off the cuff yeah but so many people are gonna like find for something deeper and there's Dude, nothing deeper there the biggest thing i i had to learn and adopt mm-hmm. is overthinking yeah I, i've been overthinking so like the way you just said what you just yeah. explained texting us and saying post twice teach this do this mm-hmm. Dude, I would, as I was typing it, I would overthink it and be like, is this the right idea? Yeah. Is this the right move? Yeah. But until I started committing yeah. and just going for it, yeah, because you'll just learn. Yeah. Well, I think everything just comes back to experience too. Yeah. And like when, when you failed enough, like I know I've been in this a long fucking time. I say that and it's like, you're only 26. So I've literally been doing this seven and a half fucking years. I've been in this a long fucking time. Yeah. I've been in this before online coaching was a fucking thing. Yeah. Like. I've just like the learning from experience isn't about the experience seven and a half years. It's the experience of dude, I've just fucked up so much, man. Like there's mm-hmm. so many things that just haven't worked. And it's like there, it's not embarrassing if it doesn't work. Like it's mm-hmm. okay. If it doesn't work, they're like, yeah, I texted all that in the group chat this morning. And I was like, man, people might be annoyed with how in your fucking face we're going to be. But if you're annoyed by consistent education, by consistent energy, yeah. then I actually don't want you following me anyways. Yeah. Cause that's kind of what I'm might. Well, you're not going to sign up for too. the, if you're trying to sell something, exactly. you're not going to sign up. Yeah. So I'm going to be all in your face. That's how we, we, that's how I built team Haley everywhere. You fucking went, you had to see team Haley. You can block me on Instagram and Twitter and you're still somehow going to see fucking <laughs> team true. Haley. It's so big. Yeah. Yeah. And we were so up in your face and we were just like, they're like, yeah. So like what other team has these results? What other team has this level of friendship with their coach? What other team has this level of commitment to one another? Mm-hmm. And like, dude, we just showed time and time and time and time and time and time and time again that we were the best fucking team there was. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, even from this podcast, there's so many inquiries that come in. Like I would say two out of every three inquiries that come in now, they reference the podcast. Nice. And, and, you know, I, I think that's dope. I think that's super cool. But what that tells me and why I'm so fucking impressed by that, like you listen to this podcast, you listen to my mentality and you're attracted to that. Like you want, you want to work with that every week mm-hmm. with that expectation. And you have to do this to, you know, impress me or to yeah. like earn your spot, if you will. 
So dude, I'm amazed, but like those people fucking hats off, dude. Very, 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 very impressed by all of you guys. Steven and I have talked about y'all a lot. So how many of you would actually say yes? How many of you would take that jump? Would you actually bet on yourself? Would you actually go to that next step and just like walk away from complacency? If you are someone who's complacent, would you walk away from the path that you currently believe in for a path that you know, if you give every single ounce of energy, every molecule in your body to this, that it'll work out. There's not a lot of people. That's kind of where this all comes in. I told the story about the gym in the beginning. This wasn't what we were looking for. This wasn't going to be this. This was not part of the plan. There's nowhere in my business plan that had this as part of it. I literally created a business plan on the fucking fly in my head. It's not even on paper anywhere. Mm -hmm. And it's the only business we have like that. I'm just fucking throwing shit against the wall and hoping it sticks right now. (laughs) But you know, we went through all this shit and there was never even like a thought. It's just like everything about it felt so right that I was like, I'm going to find out and make this work. Mm -hmm. I'm going to find out how like, Oh, they did 20 K. All right. I'm going to find out how to do 50 because again, I don't want to just like beat you. Like I want to like crush you. I want to like, like I want to put you in a juicer Yeah, (laughs) and, and I like, you're the pulp taken out after all the juice goes and like the leftover fruit, like you're the pulp. That's just like sitting in there. That's how bad I want to beat them. How vivid. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I think. Yeah, That's yeah. like what I think. Yeah. I want to chew up and spit you out. <laughs> and so it like became, I mean, yeah, this is my passion project. Mm-hmm. Like we, we, you know, we have some really cool businesses and some cool stuff going on, but this is my passion project. Yeah. For some reason, dude, I don't know why I don't care about it as much as team Haley. Like, this is my fucking thing right now. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm obsessed. Like I was up, I I, I told them I had four straight dreams about this gym last night. I remember every single, but do you remember your dreams? Sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, just sometimes. Not all the time. Like how many times a week? Mm -hmm. Four. Okay. Four four to seven. Okay. I would say, yeah, about four or five. Yeah. Yeah. Four or five nights. I remember. And usually when I remember one, I remember multiple. Yeah. Dreams from that. I'm saying four to seven days. Yeah. 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 Four to seven days. Really good. Yeah. I I, I think that's really good. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't remember their dreams. Um, So anyways, I I was having these dreams about it last night. So I decided to just get up and I got up about 5 a.m. Was I making up about 630? And I was like, dude, I really need you to rub my fucking head. (laughs) 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 And I was just taking these fucking notes. Mm -hmm. Like I was just pounding in my phone. Like if Megan would have woken up and saw, she'd be like, damn, someone pissed him off. Yeah, (laughs) I was just going. I was like in my fucking zone. Yep. Um, and, and like, th- this is, this is my big thing, but I just, I heard the numbers. I saw the space. I had this vision of what we could do with it. And I was just like, yep, this is it. Because you know what? Nothing we've ever done has fucking failed. Mm-hmm. Everything we've done has had a ton of impact. Everything we've done, I truly believe has slightly changed the fitness industry. Yeah. I really, 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 really believe that. Like some of the people who are reaching out to me or listening to this podcast, I never thought they were listening to my podcast. Dude, you want to hear something funny that yeah. I came across? So making that revive video yeah. for ESPN, <clears throat> um, we end it with some quotes. Yeah. You know, of, of products, you yeah. know, people, real life quotes of people saying, saying things about the products. And there was a, uh, shit. I don't think it was calm. It might've been something else, but you posted yeah. about some revived products. Yeah. And one of the reviews said, I saw at Jamie Haley fit posted Dope. about this. So I had to buy it. Dope. 
I love that. Right. I, I, that just, that makes me so happy. Yep. <laughs> that's super, really I thought cool. that was super fucking cool. Yeah, so yeah, like talking about cool. impact. I mean, even yeah. with revive, and I'm sure that's why revive and team Haley are so like, yeah, linked at the hip with one now. another. Yeah. Yeah. Very integrated now. And, and that's really cool. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Yeah. That's dope. Man, you people just never fail to make my day. For real. <laughs> I think it's so dope. But you know, we heard everything and it was like all in and it was the same with the podcast. It was like one day, we weren't even really talking about it. I just like, it just sparked. And I was like, this is going to be a really good podcast. Like, yep. and I told Scott, I was like, let's go get it after this work. All right. I've already studied it. I already know what we need to do. Um, everything we've done. And then, you know, it's just kind of been all in mm-hmm. and I would never not bet on myself. Like yeah. any opportunity that came up and I Scott's the same way. It's like, man, I just, I really do feel like I can take water and turn it to wine. Mm-hmm. And again, like there might be some delusion there. But like, I just really have that belief. Dude, I kind of, I kind of think successful people have a small, healthy form of delusion. Oh, dude. Some of the things, some of the things I don't even share with you guys. Absolutely. I'm not going to lie. I mean, how do you think Bezos is Bezos? I mean, seriously. Yeah. Like, like that's not a goal of mine at all. And I don't want that life. That Mm -hmm. life seems really, I mean, the dude donated 26 million and people gave him shit. Like you fucking (laughs) idiots. You didn't even give two fucking cents. I know. If I gave like a hundred dollars, you'd be like, oh shit, my bank account's pretty low. Straight up. I'm like, yes, I got like 50 bucks. (laughs) I know. Well, 25. Can I get you a like, gift card? I was like, literally, can I donate this old Navy gift card? Does that literally help anyone? Like, if you need it, I, let me know. I have 1,100 Chick-fil-A points. <laughs> we can donate those. What's that get you? A couple sandwiches? Damn. <laughs> dude, like, that's why I wouldn't want that life. Yeah. Because that'd be me. I would donate 26 mil, and then people are fucked. 26 mil people are pissed about it? Yeah. 26 million. I don't give a fuck if it's a product that costs 26 million, and he donated 26 million to get it. That's Nice. Yeah, like dude, that's, that's more than people ridiculous. see in their lifetime. And their whole that's almost they, yeah. The average person like sees like like a little over a million bucks, right? I think it's a couple million. I think it's a couple million over bucks. the course of their lifetime. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, so you fucking shut the fuck <laughs> up, dude. And if anyone listens to this podcast did that, you owe that man a fucking apology, right? Mind because you understand how but huge that is. You have to think that. How do you get to that point? Exactly. There's got to be some form of delusion of like. There I think is. I can be the amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Donald Trump thought he could be fucking president. He did. And like everyone, like that's a perfect example because I remember when he, you know, signed, like announced he was going to run. I was like, oh, this is all for publicity, isn't it? Like, LOL. And like, mm-hmm. it's funny because like I did a lot of reports on Donald Trump throughout school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, most people were doing like fucking Lil John. Yeah. Here, like I'm researching Donald Trump and Mark Cuban. Yeah, like I was just so fucking amazed at what they did. Like you're not millionaires, you are bi- billion. You have yeah, like Gates and Zuckerberg oh and that God. whole crew. Like you've made a million dollars a thousand times over. Yeah, that I mean that's so that's that takes a mindset that like and that's why like again you know Scott knows I have a very strict if Patrick Mahomes has a bad game I don't talk shit about Patrick Mahomes because he still did a trillion times better than I could have yeah if Ohio State loses a game I don't talk shit about any of them even if it's if it was you know in the end their fault like mm-hmm. if it was a coach's fault like these are some you know. Th- 
the flow never happened in this game. And it's like all fingers kind of point to you. It's like, you know why I don't fucking say anything? Because those people are so far out of my stratosphere of knowledge and their ability to critically think and make decisions Mm -hmm. that I literally, I owe it to myself to not even devalue myself, to give an opinion on how elite that person is. And they kind of let us down (laughs) a little bit. Oh, you lost a game. Or oh yeah, and you know what about president? No matter what decision you make, fifty percent of the people are gonna hate you anyways. Yeah. They're gonna fucking hate you. Dude, that's a really good point, actually. Yeah. It's I, a lose lose situation. I think most people, including myself, when I started this, it's like I'm worried I'm gonna people are not gonna like me. Yeah. I, I mean still I post on Instagram and I make these videos with like a hefty size of like People probably won't like this. No shit. And I'm kind of afraid people, I'm kind of afraid, like, I'm going to post something like this sunset photo. I'm like, is this good? (laughs) Dude, that's hilarious. Honestly, it's funny because every time I put something out of my people, are going to fucking love this. I think it's probably because, like, I'm the one making it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you are the one making it because, I mean, Scott, like, makes 95% of my content, like, it comes from Scott, too. If it's not a tweet or an iPhone picture, then Scott made it. And, yes, that's really funny. But, you know, you know, going back to someone like donald trump you know he's a polarizing human being mm-hmm. like the way he's done everything oh my god you know what else pisses me off when people he got a loan from his dad oh yeah. so you're telling me you're gonna take two mil and turn it to 20 bill show me show me big fucking bet instead of buying a house big fucking bet yeah <laughs> you're not gonna fucking do shit with that two mil yeah, yeah if yeah. you even see a return of a dollar and you get to two million and one dollars i'm honestly gonna be impressed yeah so oh dude that shit fucking burns me up now in my opinion, it would be in his best interest. Shut the fuck up. 90 for 90 percent of the time yeah, sure. <laughs> that could help his case sure. with people just understanding him. Yeah, I think that could help a lot because this dude's polarizing and he has shown us so much that like from Scott and I's perspective. And no, this isn't our like we're not talking about our political affiliation. All Scott and I view things so much deeper than political affiliation that like I can't even have that surface level of a conversation. I yeah, I don't people. really care about it. No, it's no, I mean, we're controlling our own destinies in mm-hmm. real time mm-hmm. and everyone around us is controlling their own destinies in real time. Mm-hmm. Like when's the last time I went over to a friend's house and. We even like we discuss politics like that never happens. Yeah. Like if you're friends, if that's what they bring up when you're together and stuff, you really, really. I mean, that's so short sighted and so shallow and just yeah. so dude, it's pretty. I can't be around people who do that shit. I really can't. No. I'm polarized by people. Mm-hmm. Barack Obama is polarizing to me. Mm. The Bush family is polarizing to me, but no one's close to Donald Trump. This guy literally is like, I'm running for president. Yeah. Oh, look at all these make America great again. Everything, mm-hmm. everything that you can have make him Donald Trump. He's a brand took. A, he's a, the biggest brand in the world besides yeah. LeBron James. Yeah. Donald Trump took a red baseball cap and he made it the top selling item in the world from an apparel standpoint. A red baseball cap with Times New Roman white lettering, white <laughs> Times New Roman lettering on it. Yeah. And you want to sit here and tell me how you could run the country better and make better decisions than him. Are you kidding me? The dude has built a following of 
a cult of people yeah. and they're, they're, a cult's such a negatively connotated word when people talk about team Haley being a cult I'm like fuck yeah we are <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah because that's just people believing in a vision yeah that's all it is yeah and he took all these people who felt like and he he recognized that there was a group of america that felt like they've been ignored yeah and like we don't necessarily fit in that group but I think we have family that fits in that group. Mm -hmm. of so I was able to relate to them. Yeah. And he made them like do everything he said. Yeah. Well, my point to the whole, like me, you, you said the, there's 50 who will like you 50. Will. Yeah. My yeah. point to me, like judging my photos too yeah. much, something like that. Like there's people who I don't think will like it. Like, that's kind of what the whole point is, is he doesn't care. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't care who doesn't like it. Yeah. And if you don't like it, then just get out of the way because I'm it. still going. That's literally, and that is polarizing. Yeah. How, like we've seen that in sports. Yeah. And we've seen that in movies mm -hmm. with certain directors of movies that like build this huge name. Yeah. And then they like go off brand a bit or they try to go into a category or a genre, I guess is the correct terminology. And like, they start creating over here and people are like, well, what happened here? I mean, I see it when DJs, you know, I follow EDM. So, oh yeah. Like Allison switched from like trap hard EDM to like house. And like 50% of people fucking hated it. And 50% of people fucking loved it. Yeah. Now she just mixes them all together. My, my, the whole point is like, don't, the whole point of this whole conversation yeah. is don't worry about what other people are thinking. Literally don't give a fuck. And dude. that's so surface level to say. And it I, is. and I kind of hate saying it cause people always told me that. Yeah. And now I look at it and go, well, it makes a lot of fucking sense. I think sense. when we talk about it though, we're elaborating on it and sharing such like realists, like even people listen to this who hate Trump, but I'm sorry for like bringing him up and stuff sure. when you hate him. Sure. It's just right. He, who's the most popular figure in the world right now? Like it's him. So he's kind of a, and, and who has the most Exactly. Opposite exactly. It's opposite ends of the spectrum. And so like, you know, I apologize to you who fucking like just can't stand him. Hate his guys. But even you guys are shaking your heads along with this. Like, dude, he's right. Like that shit is nuts. Yeah, like, remove all political why. side yeah. and just yeah. look at it like a like, think uh, of like him a, as a company. Yeah, like yeah. a company. Well, that's all this is too. Yeah. And the more people realize that, I mean, fuck, dude. Right now, more than ever, realizing America is just a company. <laughs> all it is a <laughs> big true. ass business. What was it in uh, in April? America being shut down in one month cost the country like nineteen trillion. Oh, I don't even know. But a lot. Nineteen trillion dollars. I was like, oh my God, this is a huge business. <laughs> yeah, right. How do, how do we build a business that is nineteen trillion? That's month? why everyone's griping on the country being closed. I mean, dude, yeah, everyone's griping on it. But uh man, it sounds like soon things are gonna open back up. We're just here along for the fucking ride, yeah. trying to water our my, grass. My man. choices are just dependent on what happens. Dude, yeah, like this quarantine hasn't really stopped us from anything. I mean, yeah, you know, it sucks not having no, we, night. it's not like it we don't stop. It, we pivot. Exactly. That's what it is. And so many people viewed this whole thing as like, like the people who, when this started, like you, the, the folks who lost their fucking minds and was like, the world's ending. Like, how do you feel now? Yeah. And like, I hope you relate to relate that to future events that happen in the same way. I'm not saying you were wrong by thinking that this is something that none of us have ever experienced. Well, And it will shift our lifestyles. It will sh absolutely shift our lifestyles, yeah. but we're, we're fine. Yeah. Like everything's okay. Like we're fine. The fire's almost put out. Um, well, we, the the spread, <laughs> the, the, the spread is almost mitigated. I should say it was more so referring to like the economical shutdown and things like that. That fire is almost put out. You know, we dude, it like Scott's mom said, it's going to be okay, man. It's going to be okay. Gonna be okay. And it always is. But, so I hope you understand like that energy that you, 
into this and like inserting your opinion everywhere you can go. And it's like, you know, and anything like this that happens, I just resort to, I want to leave it up to there. Like there's people who are the best in the world who are supposed to figure these things out. It's like, if we had this, this global pandemic of something relating to fitness, Mm -hmm. like I'm probably going to be one of the people figuring it out. Yeah. So like, I relate that's like other areas of study, but why? Because you don't care what people think. I don't give a shit what people think, but not because of the quote, the, the, you know, the, the cliche of you don't care what people think, yeah. but because you have a vision, you have a goal, yeah. you know how to help. You're yeah. going to push forward. Yeah. If people don't like the fact that you're pushing you forward. You're not going to stop because exactly. of that. No, it wouldn't stop me at all. That's the whole that. point. Like how many protest rallies have there been about, Oh, I'm not even going to get started on some of those things. I, I don't want to make this like political, mm-hmm. like some of the protests and rallies and stuff. It's like, look, let scientists do their job. Let research do their job. You don't have to trust anybody. Yeah. I prefer not trusting anybody. Like, unfortunately, given the current circumstances, yeah, it's the government we're talking about. You don't have to trust you. Calm down. And there's people who are going to figure every life event out. Those people include yourself. When something happens to you, whether you want to or not, your brain is actively working on fixing the fucking situation and stopping the bleeding, emotional or physical bleeding. Mm-hmm. Like shit's going to fucking work itself out. So trust your internal functioning literally more than yourself because it's not like it wants your cortisol extremely you, high remember what i told you you lean in yeah trust your, your gut did just lean into just that lean into it man yeah. just lean the fuck into it and this is such a huge 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 lesson here bet on yourself put yourself first just do the fucking shit that it takes for your grass to get greener i can't reiterate it enough that's how you have impact. And it's not about global impact. It's about your personal impact where your endeavors go from that. That's up to you and how far you want to reach that impact. That's up to you, but we have to be able to lay it all on the line for yourself. Like Scott says, lean into it and do it. If it fucking feels a little bit uncomfortable, but it feels like this could be rewarding. You have to be able to go for it. And it takes a massive element of trust and man, so many people, I'm so tired of seeing people be held back because they just don't trust themselves at all. Like they mm-hmm. just have no trust. They just trust that things are comfortable right now. Like they trust themselves, like get to a place at the end of the pool where like they're not swimming, but they're just like holding themselves up on the mm-hmm. ledge and like the current's kind of pushing them and stuff. Like that's just where they're, they are. That's a good analogy. And like, that's just like, they're chilling. And it's like, sometimes you're going to slip a little bit and you're going to have to like regain yourself. Dude, why not get the fuck out the pool? Like why not get out the yeah. pool? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, so many people just don't trust themselves enough to actually do it. That that was the biggest. That's probably one of the bigger things to my. I would say my success because I count myself, su- oh, myself successful. Yeah, for I definitely sure. count you successful. I don't have a ton of money and yeah. like I'm still in debt and stuff, but I yeah. still would consider myself successful in the fact that I feel very good about myself every, absolutely every day. Absolutely, and trusting myself. Was you know, you one. have impact. Yeah, and you know that you know the shit you're doing, the people you're doing, the shit you're doing for. It's changing what. Th- like it changes the perspective mm-hmm. of their life, the outlook of their life. And, yeah. and it changes the path. And I think that's really fucking powerful. So you guys bet on yourself, get to a place where you can do that. 
Get to a place where you feel comfortable fighting any battle or war with yourself, within yourself. Allow yourself to heal. Allow yourself to be better. Allow yourself to fucking be elite. Because so many people, man, it's so frustrating to see. Like, you're just not even getting out of your own way. Like, you're trying to put your right your right foot forward using your left fucking leg and it's just not working out and you keep tripping and stumbling down and it's like god dude just fucking walk forward just mm-hmm. take a forward step that's all you have to do yeah man i really do love talking about this stuff because i do feel like we put it pretty well i feel like mm-hmm. we're able to relate it pretty well because like we've been there you know yeah like i think that's we're what's in it now I yeah think that's why yeah we, we, we are still in it now. Yeah. And I, I don't think we'll ever like be completely out in our minds, Yeah, you know, in our minds. And, you know, I, I, I just think there's so much power in like being able to just allow yourself to be better. Mm-hmm. And so that's what changed from my mindset. I stopped getting in my own fucking way. Scott stopped getting in his own way. We stopped listening to the shit everyone else wants you to do. And we just do what we want to do. We trust our gut. We go for it. We put it all in the line. There's no such thing as a failure. It's only just a learning tool and experience for the next go round. And I think there's real power in that. And I know this sounds, oh, you make it sound so easy. You make No, 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 no. We understand how uncomfortable and how fucking hard and difficult and brutal and grueling this is. But like we were able to, you know, make it through. I, I want to give a perspective because like yeah. you said a minute right now, uh, we're, we're in it right now is. I, my salary went from, went down, went half. Yeah. After leaving my job. That, yeah. Yeah. It went half. Yeah. My debt increased. Yeah. Half. <laughs> yeah. But I still feel like I'm doing the right thing. Isn't that wild? Yeah. And that, it, like, if you're doing the right thing, if you're living your passion, if you're pursuing your shit, that's fucking dope, man. Yeah. There's so much power in that. You know how many people would say you're lucky and you're over here like, God, if only you knew. Yeah, right. <laughs> if only you knew. I, but I'm I just, lucky. I just truly, like you said, trust yourself. Yeah. I truly know it's going to pan out. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's going to work out and it's going to pay off big time. I also have a little bit of control over that. So I can tell you <laughs> that it's going to pay off. <laughs> Work ethic for, provides. Yeah, dude. Yeah. We're, you know, we're, we're, we're all, uh, we're all in this together. It's going to be fun. So I hope this episode helps you. I hope this helps you elevate. I hope this helps you realize that, man, there's more out there. You just, it, it's begging you to go get it. And you just haven't taken the bait because it seems so uncomfortable. Take a bet on yourself. Take a chance on yourself. Prove yourself to yourself. Prove yourself to the people who have always been cheering for you. Like, you don't want them to get discouraged because you don't start moving forward. So help yourself get out of your way, get off the, get the anchors out, go to the space shop and have them turn you into a motherfucking (laughs) space shuttle, baby (laughs) for episode 17. Next time we talk, we're only 82 episodes away from hundred. That's pretty dope. If you love this, leave us a five-star rating. Leave a little comment talking about how dope you think we are. I promise we're way cooler in person. And then go follow that hyperdrive gym. We're going to post a lot of cool stuff on there. It's going to oh, be yeah. a gnarly transformation post. And man, until next time, we will see you guys Wednesday. <laughs>